Super Talk Mississippi media production. Are you tired of dents and scratches ruining the look of your car? Look no further than Porter's Body Shop in Brookhaven. Call us at 601-833-1861 or visit us online at portersbodyshopms.com. This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm going to Mississippi. Mississippi, here I come. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca. Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You are tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. We are joined by Rhino in the studio today. Now, don't forget, tis the season for giving the gift of Mississippi travel, and there are plenty of good places to plan to see in 2022. So head on over to visitmississippi.org to find out more. And if you're planning to see lights, then the Lewis Lights located in Purvis should be on your list of things to do. They are bringing light to South Mississippi in every possible way since 1989. And joining us today on Good Things to give a few behind the scenes secrets there with all of their lights is Miss Deborah Lewis. Hi, Deborah. Hello. It's good to have you here. I know this has been a long-standing tradition, not only for your family, but for so many in Mississippi. So take us back to a, uh, 1989. When did this get started for your family? Well, it started um, probably the idea of it actually started around 90, uh, 1988. My aunt, Evelyn Lewis, um, used to take us to see Christmas lights every single Christmas Eve. That was our tradition and had been an outstanding tradition for the family for years. And it got to where nobody was really decorating anymore, so she decided there's no point in traveling trying to find lights. I'll just put up some in my yard. And if I have to, we'll drive up and down the road and see our own. <laughs> I love and that's that. basically how it started. And then it just sort of grew and grew and grew. But, you know, now we're talking about three decades later, uh, Deborah, and it's become a staple for so many during their holidays. Uh, they look forward to the Lewis's lights. So when do you guys start putting up the lights? I read where you have like 200,000 lights with over 300 pieces of handmade holiday woodwork. When does the Lewis Christmas, you know, sort of extravaganza start? Normally, uh, around the middle to the later part of September, we start with um, trimming of the trees and the bushes, getting all that cleaned up and everything ready for the lights, and then we start the the heavy work, which is the the heavy electrical cords of which my mother, Barbara, cre- uh, made and created for the lights. And um, once we got all that out and everything ready to roll, then we would start putting up the lights. It usually takes about eight weeks to get everything together. Well, you bring up your mother, Barbara, who it's crazy to add to the story because she was a master electrician. So it had to take a brain like that to even think about how to connect all of those wires. I mean, I think most of us, Deborah, listening to good things, we all have probably too many things plugged into one outlet during this time. We're trying to see how much we can get on one little, you know, strip or whatever it may be. So, I mean, did your mom have to sit down and really think through the electrical components to this? Well, we she kind of through the years learned a few a uh, few tips, and she wasn't actually a master electrician. She just pretty much kind of create, made herself one through the years. 
she um my grandfather taught her a lot but she she would read the um, instructions on the boxes and just kind of figure out exactly what kind of ampage and wattage you know a different set of full strain of lights normally you don't plug in more than three strands of lights together otherwise it's going to blow a fuse um once she kind of figured out how much that was pulling she just kind of went from there as to how much can i put on one line and how often do i need to change she just she, those, she just had a brain for it. I was say, it sounds like a master electrician to me, Miss Deborah. I know, <laughs> I know, maybe she wasn't considered an official, untrained. Like, an untrained, <laughs> unofficial electrician. But just yeah. looking at the gorgeous photos and seeing all of the social media threads, I'm thinking she deserves an honorary uh, degree in electric as being an electrician, if you ask me. But but it takes more than just one or two people. So how many in the Lewis family show up every year to put this light show together? Uh, normally, it was um, it started with five of them: my grandfather Frank Lewis, my aunt Evelyn Lewis, my um, aunt Linda Lewis, and my mother Barbara Lewis, and then me when I when I wasn't working. But this year, um, it was just me and my aunt Evelyn and my aunt Linda. My mother passed away in September from cancer, so it was just the, pretty much the three of us this year. We're very and with a little bit of help from my Aunt Linda's husband, who kind of helped us um, haul stuff, you know, haul the woodwork and stuff out when we got ready to put all that in the ground and, you know, and some of the heavy stuff. But pretty much the three of us pretty much handled it this year. So this year, I mean, it's bigger or better than ever, Miss Deborah. What keeps y'all going there in Purvis? What keeps you year after year committed to the 200,000 lights, the 300, uh, you know, works of wood, just, you know, all that goes into it? Uh, pretty much just the delight and joy that we see on people's faces, Any, you know, from the oldest to the youngest. I mean, it just it's it's just the joy and delightment that people have that come to see the lights that kind of keeps us going. Well, you got a few more days to get out and sort of see the lights. I know you guys turn it on at uh, Thanksgiving. Is that the first time on Thanksgiving night or the day after Thanksgiving? Is that the first time you guys see it, too? Uh, no, we actually do a test run before we have to to make sure nothing's going to blow. Because <laughs> you never know when a uh, power strip or something has been overloaded unintentionally, and we don't want anything to you know, throw breakers and stuff like that. So we usually do a test run before and um, at night sometimes just to make sure that we've got everything, the amount of lights that we want on a bush or, say, a tree, you know, enough light to, to give, you know, to give a good show. But uh, it's every every night from uh, Thanksgiving all the way to New Year's Eve we're on. You're on. permitting. And you're there in Purvis. So where are you located? If we're listening to good things, we're ready to get out and visit and try something new, Miss Deborah. How do we find the Lewis Lights? Well, our address is 280 Whitechapel Road, Purvis, Mississippi. But we're about halfway between Purvis and Hattiesburg, just off of Highway 11. It's easily accessible off of Interstate 59. If you're coming, say, from Jackson, it's, you're going to take um, exit 60 off of Interstate 59, and that gets you on to Highway 11, and you'll just go towards Purvis for about four and a half mile, five miles. You'll see our sign on the left, and if you're coming from the south, you'll just take the Purvis exit, and that just take 589 to straight to Highway 11, and 
you'll it's you'll just go right and it's easy accessible about four and a half five miles down 11 from that direction and miss deborah y'all, it's, it's pretty easily accessible and y'all have made it even easier by keeping it um free is that intentional well it's when we started it just kind of started small we never really thought to charge because there's so many families that can't afford to see you know displays we couldn't afford when we started when we were seeing lights as kids we couldn't afford to pay somebody to pay to go see somebody's light and there's just a lot of families that can't and that's the reason we keep it free but we do accept we have donation boxes set up and the donations is the way we keep the lights going well, that's something for us to keep in mind if we bring our families out to see the Lewis Lights drop in a 5, a 10, or whatever it may be, or connect with you online. I know you guys make beautiful uh, works of art by hand that, you know, you can purchase that I'm, I'm assuming will help, you know, keep the Lewis Lights a Mississippi tradition. So what all do y'all have available online? Well, right now, um, online, we don't have a massive amount on our website but we do have some stuff we are constantly adding. Mostly it's the crochet items, the knit hats, the scarves. Um, we will be doing some more woodwork pieces, small pieces, like door hangers and decorative pieces for inside your house and, and things like that we'll be adding starting next year. There's more stuff available on our Facebook page than there currently is on the website. There's not a shop set up on the Facebook page, but they can message us if they see something they'd like to you know, order for next year. Well, that's a good way to support a small business, also one that's giving back so much joy in the Pine Belt area to so many families. Do y'all sit down after every year, Deborah, and swear you're not going to do it for another year and then decide to get right back to it come maybe summertime? Well, honestly, it just depends on how much vandalism we get each year. And there is vandalism every year. It's just a given. Um uh, back in 2017 is when we had the uh, the Christmas of 2017 after we shut the lights off. January of 2018 is when we had the uh, massive amount of electrical wiring that was stolen. And that almost put a halt to it. That, that just kind of heartbreaking and heart-wrenching and uh, financial drain that almost put a halt to the lights. But we were, as long as we don't have any massive, you know, issues, hopefully we'll be able to continue for many more years. Well, I think that's also something great to remind us all to be respectful when we go out, which I think most of our Good Things listeners do. But then also to allow or to let those uh, families know that you're here to support them. Again, the donation boxes or to you know purchase from your works of art, just to let you know that we appreciate everything that you're doing, being part of Mississippi's holiday traditions. And Miss Deborah, I know your mom, Barbara, is smiling down from above and glad that you guys were able to put the lights on at least one more year. So I know it's a beautiful sight. Well, thank you. All righty, you guys stick with us. We've got more good things for you coming up next.
Here's John and Corey Ravenstein. Guys, you know there's one Christmas gift that can actually grow with your relationship? And become a true family heirloom. Our legendary Junikers Diamond Stud Earrings. As Mississippi's direct diamond importer, we have ten times the diamond studs you'll find in any other store. Best of all, if at any time you wish to trade up your Juniker Diamond Studs to a larger pair next week, next year, next decade. We encourage it. We'll give you every penny that you pay for them towards a new, larger pair. You just pay the difference. It's our Junikers Lifetime Diamond Stud Trade-Up Guarantee. Start for as little as $295 and trade up as often as you wish until you have two big, gorgeous diamond studs you can pass down one day to your children. This Christmas, trade up to heirloom quality diamond studs from Junikers. Because love can't wait. Juniker Jewelry Company. 1485 Highland Colony Parkway in Madison and junikerjewelry.com, Mississippi's direct diamond importer. No drip roofing in construction. The name says it all. Whatever Mother Nature can dish out, no drip roofing in construction can take care of it. With no deposits up front required. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051. I'm Lauren McGraw with God Go. I'm here to help you with your special events like picnics, reunions, or weddings. We have many options of luxury restroom trailers. No event too big or too small. When you gotta go, please call Gotta Go, 601-879-3969. I'm Andy Gibson, your Commissioner of Agriculture. This holiday season, support local farmers by shopping the Mississippi Farmers Market for all your holiday meal needs. Fresh produce, meat, milk and cheese, eggs, honey, bread, even flowers for the table. And shop the genuine Mississippi store for the best of everything grown, raised, crafted, and made right here in Mississippi. From food items to jewelry, leather goods, we have your Christmas list covered. The Mississippi Farmers Market, 929 High Street, open Saturdays 8 to 1. When you choose Roto-Rooter, you'll get honest estimates and no-hassle guarantees so you can get it fixed quickly and enjoy peace of mind. We're there for you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, day and night, holidays, and weekends. We've been providing service to Mississippi for over 80 years. Call the original Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. Mention this ad to receive $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And a troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. When the power goes out, your life is disrupted. Heat, air conditioning, refrigeration, phones, all gone. Be prepared for the next outage with a Generac Home Standby Generator. After sensing a power outage, a Generac Generator automatically restores your home's power, whether you're home or away. Power your life with a Generac Home Standby Generator. In Central Mississippi, contact Generator Technologies at 601-862-3419. That's 601-862-3419 or online at generator-tec.com. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to the Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. Making your afternoon just a little brighter. It's Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi. Things 
wants to remind you there are some great things to do in Mississippi, plenty of events and unique places to visit. So go to visitmississippi.org to find out more. And if you want more lights, then you can get a view of the millions of lights set up for the Cleveland's annual 50 Nights of Lights this holiday season. Middays will be there tomorrow with special guest host Steve Azar. I myself will be there bringing you all the good things from Cleveland from 2 to 3. And so if you are in the area, stop by tomorrow, I guess really from 10 to 3, and you'll catch one of us uh, here at Super Talk. You can also catch the great lights, the great window decorations, the shopping, plenty of places to eat, stay, and play. If you want to go ahead and plan a little visit to Cleveland, then go to 50nightsoflights.com or go to visitcleveland.com for more information. And I bet they have more than maybe two or three people that put up all of their millions of lights there in Cleveland. So kudos to the Lewis family for keeping a tradition for 32 years going strong. Another holiday tradition, though, across Mississippi is you see the ringing of the bell or the bell ringers for the Salvation Army. But there was a um, heartwarming bell ringing story that came out of the Pine Belt this past weekend. You may have caught uh, some popular superheroes that helped raise money for charity. You had all all of your favorites there in action, ringing the bell for uh, for you to maybe put in your extra change or give a little donation to the Salvation um, Army there. You had everybody from Wonder Woman to um, Captain America. I was trying to find the photo of them all were out there, and I thought it was pretty cool. Kids obviously caught a whiff of the kid, you know, of their favorite superheroes that were out there uh, giving. Um, Giving, you know, a bright light. You had Spider-Man. You had, uh, you had Batman. You had some others that I'm not really sure who they are, but that's okay. It was a superhero costume <laughs> out that way. And I think what a creative way to put a spin on something, um, that we sometimes take for granted. We hear that little bell ringing this time of year at a lot of uh, public locations. Um, and so it can be easy to walk by, but don't forget that they raise good money that goes to good things um, all year long. So kudos to them for getting creative on figuring out how to bring a little bit of sparkle to something um, that happens everywhere this time of year. Another thing that happens this time of year, especially before the big man in the red coat comes, is you start to maybe declutter or get rid of things that you didn't necessarily uh, need or want. It's good to drop them off at places like Salvation Army. I'll give you that or a lot of other great and wonderful nonprofits across the state that will take your leftovers and turn them into treasures for someone else and pass it along, pay it forward. But then sometimes you just put it by the street. You just maybe put it. I hate to use the word trash because that sounds that implies that it's no longer of value to anybody else, but it usually is. And you know who you are if you drive by and you sort of spot something that uh, is in someone's throwaway pile. A curb fine. Curb fine. I know trash just feels so bad, but it really is. It's in their it's in their dumpster. It's in their it's in their trash pile. And you have pulled over and you have snagged it and you have saved it and you've given it a new life or resurrected it. One uh, time I had I was driving around and when I had the Jeep and I came across a grill sitting at the end of someone's driveway on the curb with a sign that says free to a good owner. Yes. And I tried my best to get it to fit in my Jeep because I had a Liberty. And it had a little bit of cargo space, but not quite enough cargo space for a full-size grill. And by the time I could get home, just around the corner, and get the truck to come back, it was gone. 
It was gone. Man, I know. And those are those good finds. So this is your Confess It Monday. We have a lot of a lot of fun here on Mondays here on Good Things, just letting it all out, you know, uh, venting a little bit or just sort of sharing your, your deepest and darkest secrets, which would be your trash finds would be today. So this came from I've never. OK, I come from a long list of very talented trash picker uppers. They have found everything from. New step stools that were still in the box to Christmas trees to uh, antique furniture that just needed a little bit of work. I mean, my in-laws are like true professionals at at finding it. Now, this isn't stealing. This is just you being in the right place at the right time. Someone's put something by the street or I guess in a dumpster. You know, it's like in a go away free to a good home kind of thing it's even been exacerbated a bit by social media because you've got those facebook groups for your your local buy sell trade or Mm -hmm. your local let's talk or whatever and you'll just have hey curb alert and they'll have pictures of all the stuff they just put out on the curb for somebody to come pick up. Because they they need to get it gone. They want to go to a good home. They just don't want to go through the trouble of having to put a price tag on it. Or, or they know Santa's bringing a new one. Or they know Santa's bringing a new one. All the things. So I want you to confess it to us today here on Good Things. What's your best trash find? What's your best curb picker upper, picker upper that you've sort of snagged? 601-879-4395. If you have young girls and you know that American Girl Everything is all the rage and incredibly overpriced on on everything that they have. They are proud of those American girls. They are proud of those American girls and everything that goes with it. So uh, I was taking my American Girl to daycare and passed by a um, garbage can and it had the the big food truck. Now these are 18-inch dolls so the food truck's like huge which would be like a little van size sitting on top of someone's trash can. It was pink and it just looked I mean it looked like maybe it had been used but it was just sitting there. And I told myself if it is still sitting there when I drive back by after dropping the kid off to daycare it's mine. And sure enough and y'all the thrill of pulling over and then looking to see if anyone was home, right? Because there's that instant of you almost and some of you have confessed that you've went and double checked to make sure it's OK to to be out in their driveway taking things off their trash. But nobody was home. All the lights were off. And so I just grabbed it real quick before I guess they changed their mind. I don't know. They had walked it all the way down in like a ninja <laughs> and put it in the back of my, you know, in my mom van and was so proud of it. And my girls have had the best time with my little trash find. And it was almost a $200 was retail price on this, like, giddy-up thingy that I've got, you know, that I got for free. I have never been more proud of, like, my gusto to, like, just take something that was obviously put out there for for a better t- for a better time. I don't know that I would say there's a lot of pride in what we did at the end of the school year every year in college. But it was a lot of fun. Because every year at the end of the year, they would roll up those big dumpsters for everybody in the dorms to pile all their trash in when they were cleaning out their rooms to get their deposit back and all that. And small group of friends would kind of have this unofficial competition to see who could find either the most expensive thing that somebody threw away for no good reason, still working, or the weirdest thing. Like there was a big garbage bag full of fair prizes like the the giant banana with the rasta hair oh, and man. the big pink fuzzy monkey and like all the just a big garbage bag full of those that won the weirdest that year 
But we found all kinds of DVD players, Xboxes. I mean, this was before they came out with the new next generation stuff. But we were finding stuff that was a year, two years old, perfectly normal, perfectly working. Just didn't want to take it home with them. They didn't have enough room in the car left, I guess. And it's fine for you, and it's fun to find, and it can have. So oh, we of would pile it all out up home. on the on the front step of the the dorm, the little stoop there. We'd pull the couches out of the dumpster and pull the Xbox and the TV and set up a little thing there for the end of the year. Just hey, come hang out, do something, get your mind off of it. That's pretty cool. On the text line, Robert from Oak Grove, I found a nice his her pair of golf club bags. Golf bags can get expensive. They can definitely get expensive. Sue and Greenwood said two row planters. You you rescued from someone's um, trash and made it. Well, your that's own. cool. That is pretty cool. Will said I snagged a perfectly good pecan picker, pecan picker upper. That's pretty cool. Recently, sitting beside the dumpster, and I gave it to my father-in-law because he has a pecan tree in his backyard, and he was very appreciative. I'm I just, guessing that's the little rolly cage thing that you can roll on the ground and it picks them up. I guess. I'm not like sure. Balls, and then Christy says, I have gotten windows, wagons, rocking chairs, and more from people's trash. I feel like I have completely been underutilizing trash cans. Not that you should – let me just say, we are not – encouraging you to go through other people's trash cans here on <laughs> on good things and i don't think that that make you would think that that would make a whole lot of good walking around sense but i'm talking about the things that are strategically placed not in the can to the side of the can like the big tv with this mm-hmm. mostly wood with a little bitty screen on it that has the little paper hanging on it saying free and the changing of the seasons or the changing spe- specifically of de- decorating times, like right before or right after, are usually the best snags. I had someone else on the on the Good Things Facebook group that has a nine-foot reindeer. My neighbor moved to California and wasn't going to throw it away, she said, because it's mine. <laughs> Here we go. I could, just, I could just see you walking across the street with like this big old reindeer behind you saying, you're staying in Mississippi, buddy. You're not going to California and you're not going to the landfill. You are mine for the world to see. But it's neat things like that. You never know what you'll find that someone else is done with using and it can move on to to being part of you and your family's um, house or traditions. If you've got a fun story, let us know. We've got that and more coming up next. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today we have sunny conditions, high near 67 tonight, mostly clear skies, low around 48. Your Tuesday, mostly sunny skies, high near 74. Tuesday evening rolls in with partly cloudy conditions, low around 53. And for your Wednesday, mostly sunny conditions, high near 75. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com. Take advantage of year-end savings during the Season of Inspiration sales event going on right now at Mazda of Jackson. That's right. Mazda of Jackson is giving you amazing savings to close out the year. Now, through December 31st only, get 0.9% financing on all remaining 2021s in stock. That's right. 0.9% APR, which will save you thousands in finance charges. And Mazda of Jackson will take care of your first year's maintenance at no cost to you. Plus, you can buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250,000-mile powertrain warranty from Mazda of Jackson. Not only 
only do we have amazing savings, but we have the most incredible credit team around. They work hard to get you approved because 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Have a trade? Bring it in. And we'll give you top dollar for it even if you don't buy a new one from us. Get to Mazda of Jackson during the Season of Inspiration sales event. Going on now. Mazda of Jackson, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. 5397 I-55 Frontage Road North in Jackson. Call 991-2222 today. MazdaofJackson.com. See you for details with proof credit on select models. Stop. David Cox here, Omar Financial. Do you have a 401k, IRA, retirement, or CD coming due? We can help with market-like returns and zero risk. Call David Cox, 957-3841, 957-3841 now. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. The Philly cheesesteak sandwich or wrap, melt-in-your-mouth pulled pork sandwich, and the best burger in the metro. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. This is Dennis Stevenson, Director of the Motor Carrier Safety Division of the Mississippi Department of Public Safety. The Highway Patrol, in conjunction with the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration, is conducting big rig road checks for safety each month throughout the state for motor vehicles. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our roads and highways safe. Since the program began, we have issued over 15,000 citations to ensure that everyone is safe on the road. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our Mississippi roadways safe. Trust Care Kids in Madison now offers the Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine for children ages 5 to 11. Every Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m., just walk in or schedule an appointment at TrustCareKids.com. Our expert team of pediatric specialists will have you in and out in a jiffy. It couldn't be any easier. TrustCare has led the way in COVID testing and vaccinations. Let us be the provider you trust to keep your entire family safe. That's TrustCareKids.com. TrustCare Health. Feel better, faster. He was put to death for the murder of his wife and sexual assault of his stepdaughter. But before he was executed, David Neal Cox wrote a letter to the family of his sister-in-law, Felicia Cox, who disappeared in 2007, revealing the location of her body. Sunday, authorities may have found her remains. They've been taken to the state crime lab. If President Biden's Build Back Better plan is passed, Mississippi Division of Medicaid Director Drew Snyder told us there'd be changes to the Affordable Care Act. What it proposes to do is to expand these Affordable Care Act tax subsidies for you know, people making you know, either no income or up to 100% of the, the federal poverty level. That encompasses individuals that would have been eligible for Medicaid had the state chosen to expand the program. Instead of getting on Medicaid, they'd have an opportunity to get on a private marketplace plan at no cost to the state. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Kelly Bennett. Are you still searching for the perfect Christmas gift? Taylor Power Systems has you covered. Surprise your family this Christmas with a Briggs and Stratton home generator from Taylor Power Systems. We offer numerous sizes to meet the power needs of any home. Financing is now available. Call us today at 601-922-4444 to discuss a Briggs and Stratton standby generator for your home. 
MTV is celebrating 40 years, and Grammy Museum Mississippi invites you to explore the history of this iconic exhibit. Take a trip back to the beginning with artifacts and interviews with four remaining MTV VJs. Enjoy memorabilia from Michael Jackson to Bon Jovi with historical moments in MTV programming along with interactives and more. To learn more about the MTV Turns 40, I Still Want My MTV Exhibit, and other monthly programs and events, visit GrammyMuseumMS.org. In a world full of noise, the latest news. Finding information that matters to you can be overwhelming. That's why Super Talk is here. Here we go. To filter through the noise, to cut through the clutter, to deliver real information, and discuss how it affects you. You'll know what's important and why it matters when you listen to Super Talk Mississippi. Becca Turner. She looks healthy and sane. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. Christmas, it's the best time of the year. Now, I don't know. There's a lot of good things to do in Mississippi, so go to visitmississippi.org to find out more. And there's a ton of content from Super Talk Mississippi on our YouTube channel, so just search Super Talk Mississippi on YouTube or go to supertalk.fm slash YouTube. Be sure you subscribe. Don't forget it's free, and you can get the latest scoop on what's happening in Mississippi news politics, sports, and of course, the good things. And don't forget, it's a good thing to make sure that you have subscribed to our podcast as well. You can get just about every Super Talk Mississippi show on your favorite podcast app. So that's Gallo, that's Middays, that's Sports Talk, that's us here on Good Things and more. So if you are into podcasts, then just search Super Talk, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, really anywhere, and just make sure that you subscribe. And we hope, too, here on Good Things, you know the best way to stay connected to this show is over on our Good Things Facebook group, where you can easily get all of the good and positive headlines that we find from across the interwebs that's dealing with Mississippi. We place them there, as well as kind of ask some fun and entertaining questions. And our question for today is sticking with our Confess It Monday. And we're finding out that many of you have snagged something fun out of someone else's trash pile. Again, not stealing. That was out there by the road. And you just picked it up politely and <laughs> saved the garbage man from having to do a little bit of lead work. And over on the text line, Jeff and Oxford said they used to call it dump digging, which I think many of us probably have some slang around finding it or a trash find right after Christmas. You would be, bra- be amazed at the brand new Christmas gifts that would be thrown away. He found a small TV, a new coat, a scooter, amongst other things. That's crazy to think that you would get rid of it. I mean, I am very in the camp of regifting respectfully and responsibly. But I mean, if it's if you've been given a gift, especially by someone who you're not going to see over the next year, and it's like a you know, it has value and you could connect it with someone else who it would bring it joy then, you know, even if you need to add a little something extra to it so you feel like you actually put some skin in the game, I mean, paying that gift forward to me is there's no shame 
in that whatsoever. Especially, Especially if when you open the gift and you immediately think of that person, it's like, wow, somebody else would really like this. Right. I mean, and now if the person who gave it to you, you know, went to great lengths to have it personalized or you're going to see them again. I mean, you know when it's the right, right uh, scenario or not. But I would hate to know you just were that first world and threw things out the day after Christmas. But, hey, I guess it happens. And kudos to you, Jeff, for finding it. Andy and Jackson said, I found a brand-new fan. The Allen screw that holds the fan blade in place was loose. Used it for um, used it for years. If you have any tinkering capabilities, then this is literally a goldmine for you. If you are someone or you're married to someone who knows how to look at something and just – figure out like why it won't work or even worst case be able to take a few things apart put it back together and make things like new the sad thing is you know for for the rest of us who aren't tinkering inclined sometimes it is cheaper just to go buy a new fan than to kind of figure out if someone can fix it what it'll cost to fix it the time turns around to sort of fixing it but i mean if you've got that mr fix it or mrs fix it kind of you know, lean to you, then yes, there are so many things you could probably find in someone's trash and turn around and maybe make a few bucks off of it, selling it, which is exactly what Lonnie did on the Good Things Facebook group. He's a retired from the Army. He spent five years as a garbage man in the ritzier areas around Memphis. He said, I salvaged a bunch of stuff. He said, I tinkered, and then I would turn around and have a yard sale, and I would make a killing. He said, I had a nice gun cabinet. You know, that only needed a handle or a few doorknobs, a John boat, et cetera. So, you know, he was in a perfect position to kind of keep his eye out on things. I know I've got my eye out differently now. I mean, that one, the whole little toy uh, food truck thing really popped. I mean, it, popped, it was piqued my interest. But hearing all these stories, I'm thinking, where have my eyes been all these years driving around? I'm obviously maybe focused on the road. I don't know. <laughs> But well, also, a lot of these things usually happen on the the curb in a neighborhood. And to be honest, most neighborhoods don't have a whole lot of through traffic. you you got to be going to the neighborhood to be in the neighborhood. So you just wouldn't see them. Yes, that's like Bobby and Hazelhurst said. He had a buddy of his that would cruise nice neighborhoods on trash day to sort of find good stuff. And I think you just fall into – some people have that eye. I mean, if you've got the eye for something that could use a little paint or like the little fixer-upper and then, it, you know, it's good to go. But then there's the others that are us in the camp of, oh, my gosh, I wouldn't know what to do with it. It would just start to build up and clutter, which is just like what Kathy says, too. He says, She said, oh, gosh, yes, I always think I can make something out of that. And then, of course, it hangs around until it ends up in my trash. And I think that's where – some of us go wrong as we try to save save items, and then we never do, and then we feel like now we're emotionally attached to completing the task in which we'll never do, which is the, you know, making. So then it never ends up in our trash, which is okay because if you put it out there, somebody else may may end up finding we'll take it. Take up the task. But is is there less trash finds now that there are more of those like second or third hand type stores? And I'm not talking about the ones that are for you know, uh, charitable reasons. There's a lot. There's many businesses who have made good businesses out of selling our stuff for us as secondhand um, type stores, especially when it comes to, like, children's clothing and things like that. That's really been a big trend probably the last five to ten years. 
And I mean, they usually would find themselves in a specific niche, whether it's clothes or whether it's uh, furniture or whatever it may be. Uh, Two, you have all of now your um, online sort of resale opportunities from your Facebook yard sale sites and stuff, stuff like that. Larry and Jackson said he found a weed eater. And Ken says, y'all have given me an idea to do this afternoon. Again, slow driving in neighborhoods of certain kinds is probably not going to end well for you. I'm just going to let you <laughs> don't tell them good things sent you. You know, you know, you know how to do it sort of responsibly in that way. I mean, it can get creeper quick. So we don't want you to sort of go down that route at all. But. I would imagine it would also be kind of a seasonal thing. Like if if you were looking for, say, a curb find Christmas tree, what would be established was the, the names for them. It's not fake. It's not real. But permanent. Thank permanent. you for bringing that up. So, so if you have a if you're looking for a permanent Christmas tree and you don't want to spend a whole lot of money on it and you're riding around say last week of december first week of january and there's just one on the curb you're probably going to see that then a lot more likely to see it then than you would middle of july whereas tax season you might see more tvs or something on on the curb william in Cortland says when the spring semester is done at ole miss dumpster diving is extraordinary that's kind of a tip of the hat of what you had mentioned there at at nc i would assume that goes for all the universities i mean you bring up a good point that there's a lot that can't be taken home and so it just it's better to just leave it leave it there and let it lie it doesn't matter where you go you could go to public university private university you doesn't matter where you go there are going to be students that are just well off enough to where they showed up, they bought what they needed for their dorm room, and they're not taking it home. And it's still perfectly good. Oh, yeah, or maybe they're just done with it, and you just don't want to transit. Wherever you're transitioning to, the futon doesn't work for you anymore, or the really great chair that was perfect for your dorm desk is no longer needed at your already, you know, wherever you're going back home to or your next chapter of life. So it's a great opportunity, too, for someone to find it. I think it's cool when you actually find some it's it's fun too to be gifted or given but you there's this sense of just i want to tell everybody what i found you know even when you're wearing something cool like if you compliment a lady's shoes or maybe you like their jeans or whatever it may be they will quick like in a hurry tell you if they got it at a salvage place if they found it, you know, at one of the cheaper retail outlets, nobody's ever like, oh, yes, I paid $500 for these shoes. No, they'll be quick to be like, I paid five bucks for these at the Payless. You know, and it's like we are proud of those either free or cool finds. And we want you we are just quick to tell you all about it. It's it's like we dip the system somehow. And, yeah, it's like a badge of honor. Bobby and Hazelhurst does have a cautionary tale. Says one day his buddy found an awesome lawnmower on the curb and loaded it up. Turns out the man was mowing and just ran out of gas right there. When oh, he came no. back with the gas can, he saw his buddy pulling away and called the police. So, you know, again, that's where this is great story too over on the good if things. If it seems too good to be true, you might want to knock on the door first. Said yes that she had found several of the permanent trees. By the by the road, and so she thought it was too good to be true, so she did do a courtesy knock, and they were like, yes, take them, we're downsizing, and didn't want to sell them, and so she was like, score! <laughs> 
Great stories coming in on the Facebook group and the text line, but we've got more good headlines for you, too, coming up next. This is Brent Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family-owned and operated. We're located in Gludstadt, south of Germantown High. Calloway's has everything you need to make your yard and garden beautiful with trees, shrubs, fall color plants, soils, and mulches. Come see Calloway's beautifully decorated Christmas store. Our entire store turns into a Christmas wonderland with a large selection of permanent Christmas trees, wreaths, garlands, angels, nativities, ornaments, and much more. Callaway's fresh-cut Christmas trees, wreaths, and garlands will arrive a few days before Thanksgiving. Our landscape designers, Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle, can design and install your landscape. Give Callaway's a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Come see Callaway's beautifully decorated Christmas store. You will not be disappointed. Bring the family and enjoy the day. Callaway's Bloodstat on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Callaway's is, Callaway's is, everything for home and garden. That's what Callaway's is. Good Things with Rebecca Turner is brought to you in part by TrustCare, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. TrustCare. Feel better, faster. This is Representative Jill Ford wishing you and your family a very Merry Christmas. Oftentimes during the holidays, I find myself missing my loved ones that are no longer with us, which is why I would like to remind you to kiss your mama today and spend some special time with her. Merry Christmas. Make your home merrier this Christmas. Miss Kelly's has thousands of products in stock and ready for you. Plus, with no money down financing and savings up to $300, we're furnishing happiness for the holidays. A new bedroom, a roomier dining set, or more seating in the family room. There's plenty to choose from on our website or in our showrooms. Then pick it up or have it delivered, and your furniture will arrive before Santa. Make this Christmas your merriest at Miss Kelly's. This is the closing agri-market report. At the close in our cotton exchange, March cotton was up 58 to 106.81. May cotton was up 55 to 105.48. Close of the Chicago Board of Trade, January soybeans were down 23 and 3 quarters to 12.44 per bushel. March soybeans were down 23 and a half to 12.50 and 3 quarters per bushel. March corn was down a nickel to 585 per bushel. May corn was down four and three quarters to 587 and a quarter per bushel. At the mercantile, February live cattle was up 77 to 138.85. April live cattle was up 50 to 142.37. January feeders up 65 to 165.52. March feeders up 117 to 166.47. And at this hour, the Dow Jones is down 243 points, 35,727. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network. Your business may not be a Fortune 500 company yet. 
You've worked hard to grow your business to where it is today, but are the manual processes that worked when you were smaller now eating into your man hours? As an iSolve network provider, MWG Employer Services can help you save time and money by streamlining the processes of administration of your HR, payroll, time, and benefits, as well as training your personnel to efficiently manage your human capital through one platform. Want to find out more? Visit MWGEmployerServices.com. I'm a cotton farmer. I'm BASF. I'm made of grit, passion, and hands that never stop working. I'm made of agronomics, innovation, and hands that never stop helping. I I believe believe cotton cotton isn't isn't a crop. crop. It's a calling. I'm made to grow it. Protect it. I know this is important to my family. Every family. That's why I work harder. Innovate better. To make my cotton as good as it can be. As protected as it can be. I'm a cotton farmer. I'm BASF. We We create create chemistry. chemistry. Where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Upbeat, positive, and stories that make you smile. This is Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi. The Super Talk app and at supertalk.fm. Don't delay in planning your Mississippi getaway. Everything you need to know is over at visitmississippi.org. We're having a lot of fun over on the Facebook uh, page, the Good Things Facebook page, that is, and the C Spire text line talking about trash treasures that maybe you have found. But that's not the only treasures that maybe not have, you know, a big value attached to them, like some other sort of things. Many families think of recipes as being a great treasure as well. And there's a great article over on the Facebook group talking about Erin Napier of Hometown, which is out of there of Laurel, who's talking about how she has turned her mama's famous recipes into keepsakes for her family. It's a great little read. She talks about how she was taught the secrets of biscuit making as well as some of the other family um, recipe secrets, their beloved dishes like spicy rice and tomato gravy. So that brings up a whole other conversation of what are those recipes within your own home that you consider time-honored treasures, that just knowing them and being able to pass down from generation to generation is something, you know, that's important and that you look forward to. Um, Some of you did comment on it and talked about your grandmother's fried chicken. Maybe it was just the way that she coated the chicken or cooked it. And some of you are still mad that you can't nail down those recipes, even though you have them on paper. Angela talks about uh, crawfish cornbread coming out of her family. Some of you, it is like red velvet cake and other type of things. In my house, there is a list a mile long of what Nana makes. But this time of year, she has uh, a thing called nuts and bolts. And it's just like the Chex Mix with the pretzels and all of that. But whatever the spice or the seasoning is in the pan that she uses to me, makes all the difference in the world and even her specific oven. So even though I have that recipe and it is a treasure and I'll be the one that takes the nuts and bolts baton whenever my mom goes to meet Elvis, um, I don't think it's going to taste the same, but I will do my best. Rhino, do you all have like a time-treasured recipe within your family that you just have to keep passing down? Uh, the chocolate chest, definitely. That's something that uh, I've got to figure out. A couple other little tricks to figure to get it just right, but I'm almost there. And one that 
I've been working on, and I think it's just a matter of I've got to get comfortable with just doing it by eye and not trying to measure it. It's cornbread, where you do it in, in the cast iron skillet, you get it good and hot, and then you pour the batter in there to get that crust and then put it in the oven. I just haven't quite got those steps down in the right order and in the right way to get it just like mom used to do. But We are uh, you know, talking about trash finds in this great article in Southern Living uh, where Erin's talking about her mama's recipes. She talks about a dented aluminum biscuit bowl that was used for the biscuits that she learned to make. And, you know, it makes you think about all the things through your homes, particularly your kitchen, that one may look at and think, oh, my God, you need to get rid of that. That dinner, you know, aluminum bowl, a bowl should be trash. You should replace that, upgrade it, or whatever. But really, it's part of the secret that makes that particular recipe or just your familiarity with all the nooks and the crannies and the way that it works or the speed or even in the ovens or the microwaves or whatever, even though that sounds a little less uh, warm and fuzzy. If you know the setting, you know exactly how, like, down to the it's five minutes, not five and a half or whatever it may be, that may be the secrets in the sauce that makes that recipe the way it is every single time it it comes out. I can't tell you, if you move houses and then you start cooking again, whether, especially if you go from like electric to gas stoves or gas stoves to electric stoves, or you change like a different uh, type of oven. I'm so glad to have a gas stove and a gas oven. <laughs> it's, it's a game changer there's on recipes. There's a reason recipes. there's the old saying, now we're cooking with gas. True story. Sorry, all of the electric stove folks out there, you still can make, and you learn around it. You learn, you know, how to handle the recipes with what you're given, but it takes a minute to sort of figure that out. But if somebody has been making biscuits in the same pan in the same oven for 50 years, they are, they got, they know, they, they can, they it's just know seasoned it. in more ways than one. Yes, absolutely. Uh, it is. And I think those treasures too are really neat things that we should never, definitely never put by the street. But if you do see an aluminum biscuit can or tin or pan by the street, that may be something worth worth snagging for sure. Mose said sweet potato cr- uh, custard pie is not right without Crown Royal in it. That's interesting. I'll take a piece. Jeff in Oxford says, yeah, mama's chest pie. My children now make it for my granddaughters. And I think that's cool, too, when you start to see the next generation sort of pick it up. I'd add in there banana pudding and, um, oh, man, it just slipped my, yeah, chicken and dumplings. There you go. I was like, it's the same color as banana pudding, but I can't think of the words. (laughs) And now you'll never look at chicken and dumplings or banana pudding the same way again. But they're made in different pans. <laughs> oh, alrighty, the conversation never ends ever on the Good Things Facebook group. We would love to have you there, but stick with us. she got plenty of sports talk coming up next with Sports Talk Mississippi. But Rhino and I will be back tomorrow at 2. But until then, I hope you all find time for the good things. Talk Mississippi Media Production.